and welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beanstalk. Oh, Hello, Heather. Got to center that a little Here bit. Here we are in freaking Asgard for the TVA, wherever we choose to be, really. We can go wherever we want at any time. It's great. Yeah. It's Fantastic. True. It's very true. Hey, we're here. We chose to be here. That's great. You with your Bud Latte, me you with my mug of warm tap water. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good thing none of us are claustrophobic with how of the space this is. No, but we're just making eating the beef sandwich right now. It's great. We're making it work. And that's what matters. What are these two handsome slices of bread on either side of us? Come on. It's true. It's clearly homemade. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> How much further can I take the metaphor? Keep going. It's warm. <laughs> I think you can do something with some deli meats in there. Well. Appropriate density. Love it. <laughs> Look at this. We got Dylan. We got Saul. Come on. We did it go. again. We're back. Can't get better. Oops. This is this is our last pot. This is it. This is it. This is it. This is, it. This is how we go out. This is it. Well, it's time to say some crazy shit. <laughs> Let's do it. So yeah, I've been thinking about what could I ask the group to kind of, you know, do the do the usual random question of the pod. I would like to know from each of you if you were to travel to a different time different universe and see a variant of yourself what would you hope to see right what would you see and go that's great you know what that that Saul really got it figured out yeah that means crushed it that Dylan's doing well that JP still sad but there it is (laughs) (laughs) what would it be what would be really no wrong answers Really, none. Saul, I'm going to put you on the spot. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have you go answer. first. My first thought was I would love to see a version of myself like just surviving in the woods. Wow. You know what I mean? Yes. Like that would be like, because that's, you know, that's like every guy asks themselves, like, you think I could like survive if I was just like the in the woods with my thing? Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm just like, I think it'd be awesome to like, yes. I am, I am a man. That's right. Yes. That'd be the goal. <laughs> see, I do that in the same spot and I just find my dead body. <laughs> They'd be like, how long was this guy out here? Yeah. Yeah. Two hours. You were the only one. Like, this is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> it's phenomenal. Dylan, what about you, man? Ooh. Well, I, think, I don't know why this comes to mind, but I think of just me, but mm-hmm. just like 300 pounds and just like nice. a pullback in the NFL. They call me the beast. 300 pound The beast quake is, crazy. is what they call me. And. <laughs> I would average. <laughs> this is I was, so well fleshed out. I would average about a touchdown a game. Yes, because they always give it to me on the goal line. Yeah, so everyone would get the, the stands quake. would just be yeah, the fans be jumping in the stands be, to create the quake. Yeah, there'd be it's probably a nine point five on the Richter scale every time. I score, <laughs> kind of thing. So just kind of low key, low key stuff. Just yeah, a low key three hundred pound full <laughs> Yeah, super low key five nine with yeah. a modest nickname of Beefquake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and why does he is tall? Uh, That's incredible. Yeah, five nine. Truly, truly, <laughs> the girth would just be <laughs> unbelievable. Oh, okay, beans. What about you? Well, my head goes to like the eighteen hundreds. Jack the Ripper's roaming the streets. Okay. Okay. And I, okay. Sherlock Holmes, mm-hmm. is on the case of solving the murders. Wow. Yeah. And then obviously Arthur Conan Doyle sees me and is like, I'm writing a book on that guy. And then, you know, Batman comes out of it. Sure. And 
I mean, you're really the I'm a legend. hero. You're the origin yes. of all of the heroes that have come since. I like that idea, yes. Yes, because mm. who wouldn't want to be a legend? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yeah, I, you know, if I could see a variant of myself at one point in time, I, I would be J.K. Rowling, except the, the dude version. So Jordan, middle initial K, Rowling just crushing the Harry Potter series, and people are like, "This guy's one one phenomenal author, written the best children's book series of all time, book series, series of all time. That'd be phenomenal." Mm. I, I'd have a tweed jacket with the uh, the elbow guards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you'd hot tub time machine it? Absolutely. Yeah. Instead of making Great. Google, yep, you'd be yeah. making Harry Potter. That's right, children. That's right, hundred percent. Right. <laughs> that would be. I'd be like, wow, that's good. Good on you, bud. You did it. That's you did it. That's there's my dream. There it is. That's great. Well, these versions of ourselves are all here, which is phenomenal. So we get to chat on the last two episodes of Loki season two, which is very exciting. A lot of meat on that bone. And of course, the Loki series as a whole, to the best of our knowledge, has included. And so it's a great opportunity to talk about the experience that was. That show, what a masterpiece. Any uh, dissenting opinions will not be welcome. <laughs> we all also went and saw the Marvels together and separately in some weird way. And so I think there will be dissenting opinions on that topic, which is super exciting. Real quick, did you two Absolutely. go separately then? Yeah. Because I thought you were going to go together. We were. And then you went individually? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> really great. Yeah. Really I went at like 10 last night. There's <laughs> <laughs> no chance I was doing that. No chance. It was real rough. Welcome, really welcome to podcasting. You have to watch incredible. movies you don't necessarily want to watch in time, but you do it anyways you do it because you have to. I was the only one in the theater, just, just yes. sadly eating popcorn. I think the only one I'm not going to. I think the only one. Well, we do have trailers and stuff too. Are we going to save yeah, those? We have to days? save them. We have to save them. There are so many trailers we could discuss. Yeah. So we can we can list them off, right? Craven. I still haven't watched that new trailer. Legitimately, there was a trailer. Madam Web or Madame Web. That's one I'm not going to force anyone to go see. I didn't realize that was going to be a movie. That's throwing me off a little bit. It's the fact that they decided. Don't think to, about it. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> a little spoiler for where we're going to go, but you you know, you know, opened your heart a little bit to the Marvels. Maybe open your heart to this one. No, I'll open my heart to Craven. I will not open my heart. Okay. Did you see that? Did you see that ugly Spider-Man costume? That's not Spider-Man, but it's like it's Spider-Man. Okay. Save it for another pod. Save for another pod. Um, what if season two dropped another trailer as well? That looks dope. Yep. I feel like there's a fourth trailer that I'm. They kind of just want to keep baiting you into these other conversations. No, it's great because it's like, great. did you see like the different version of the Avengers? Four hour. Pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Right. Right, so there's a lot of topics to cover, but we'll save it. Pedro Pascal. Yeah, oh, that's right, that's right. Fantastic Four. I think it was confirmed. Yeah. I don't even know if no, it's not confirmed. It's rumored. I saw a lot of because because no, no, no. Because somebody else was like, what if the rumor was this, but he's actually up for Doctor Doom? Because I saw that too, and I'm like, ooh, I don't know. Oh, neither. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I really am holding out for Cillian Murphy for, for oh Doctor Doom. Oh my gosh. Interesting. Uh, it's pronounced Cillian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beefquake over your nose. <laughs> Beefquake speaks the truth. <laughs> 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 
Who would you expect him to think me as a bitch? <laughs> That's what he wants to be nicknamed. <laughs> That's fair. It's a self yeah. yeah. But it does always go so well. So there are there's so many options, but we're going to keep it focused on the two beefiest of quakiest topics, mm. the Loki, the Marvels. Now, I propose that we start with the Marvels, because I think we could and should go on with Loki for as long as humanly possible. This right. is true. We should, allow, we should bring ourselves to the TVA, allow time to stand still and just soak it in. So why don't we dive into the Marvels? All right. In general, let's just take, you know, a little pulse of the room, a little temp, room temp check here. What did y'all think? Just general thoughts. Dylan, you go first. Oh, so um, as we talked about, I went to a... 310 showing yep. of Marvels right after class. Um, Good job. So you didn't even have a crowd with you. No, I mean, there neither was, did we, but it's There fine, was though. one lady who laughed at every joke right wow. behind me. Wow. Um, so kudos for her. Are you I, laughing with her? No. Okay. I was not. I was like, I probably should be more lighthearted and have a... This girl's like having the time of her life back here and I'm just like grumpy old man. <laughs> so I was like, I should change my Welcome. perspective. Welcome. Yes. <laughs> <It worked laughs> me. Um, but I had very low expectations going into this. This was, this trailer, so the trailer for Marvels was like the only trailer for like three months during the summer. Every movie I saw, the Marvels trailer was, it was there. every time. And I was yeah. like, not watching this. Absolutely not watching this. But in respect of the pod, I did not watch an explanation YouTube video to get caught up on it. He gets a text from me and he's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he tried. He tried to watch an YouTube video. I tried. I tried. But I did. I went in and it met my expectations in the fact that it was bad. <laughs> so um, I was texting Saul this morning. There are some parts that were good yeah. that I yeah. was entertained by. I think when they kind of congruently found their rhythm, mm-hmm. it was pretty cool to watch that the fight sequence. And then, sure, I mean the like singing people was a little weird, but I thought you know that's a disconnect for some. Yeah, it, they were reaching, but I thought it was cool that there was multiple, you know, they're trying different perspectives. They're trying, <laughs> and then also just the idea of like opening portals to different dimensions is intriguing. And then the final credit scene, as we saw, was, you know. Impactful. Impactful. Yeah. 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 So that's my consensus. There you go. Good. We'll come back to that. Riley. Oh, you want to go right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What'd you think? You know, so I posted my review. You did. And I was like, ooh. Because I said it was better than Moon Knight. And people were like, this is better than Moon Knight? You're crazy. And I'm like, do you guys remember Moon Knight? Because the fight scenes in the Marvels were 10 times better. Do you want to know why? They existed. They existed. Exactly. <laughs> they didn't black out. We're like, what happened? And then the villain's just dead on the ground. That didn't happen here. It's crazy. The fight scenes were fantastic. I think they nailed the fight mm-hmm. scenes. I yeah. think the relationship yeah. between the three characters were great. Yeah. I think coming out of this movie, I want to see more of each of them. And sure. I did not picture myself ever saying that because if you remember my take on the first Captain Marvel I would have said I don't want to see Brie Larson's Captain Marvel ever again mm. and here we are I'm like, a you tough thing a tough thing yeah. in the 1980s I'm like, you know what I can do it I can do it and Spectrum I've been a fan of hers since she came in 
But and Miss Marvel, low key coming in, I was like, I did not know, I didn't think she was gonna be the MVP character wise. I came out of that, I'm like, Kamala Khan, man, uh, she nailed it. Like that is 100% comic book accurate, Mm -hmm. and she's the one still correcting everybody. So she's like the onset nerd. Like they said, everybody was coming to her for questions on continuity, and they also said, truly cool. Like, truly right. cool. Fantastic. Yeah. And she's also, like, going up against Kevin Feige saying, this is not Earth 616. Mm. This is Earth 1999-99, which is hilarious <laughs> that she's fighting him on it. Okay? It's great. Also, fun fact, she is currently writing the Miss Marvel comic book series. Fun fact. Got her. Yes. Wow. So, either way, I was very impressed with her. Yeah. Would love to see more of yeah. her. Yeah, you can see more of her. I, you know, I'm half tempted. I'm honest to God. Honest to God. Disney Plus show like yeah. that a person could watch. Yeah. Honest, <laughs> honest to God. If her superpowers were actually comic book accurate and not this light shit, mm, I'd yeah. be in a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. But here we are. So I don't know. I'm tempted. Probably won't, but I'm tempted. I mean, I've seen it. And it's pretty. It's like okay. You know what I mean. Like it's not. You like, watched it? Yeah. You watched the full thing though. Oh. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. I did, and it was mm-hmm. it was pretty. I I really like that actress. She does a really good job. She did nail it. Yeah. But so I was yeah. coming in like Dylan, very low, no expectations. I was like, this movie's gonna suck. Yeah. Gonna be poo. And then it was an inner battle because as I was watching this movie, it's like. Am I liking this? <laughs> You're saying, am I liking this? This is stupid. I'm liking this, aren't I? And then there were a couple scenes, you know, with like the the singing. That was tough. Yeah, that, that was. That was I don't know if you remember embrace. looking over at me. I was like, oh. yes, I did that yes. for that and for for the cats. Oh, Dude, I I hate that I liked it, <laughs> but here we are. So before I take up any more time, that's great. I will pass the buck. That's great, Saul. Where are you at with it? Yeah. I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I would say mm-hmm. I don't think it was like a a great like I don't know that I'll rewatch it like with any expectation right. of coming back like this is so sick. Mm-hmm. But I had a ton of fun and I did think that Kamala like she brought out a different side of Captain Marvel that I thought was really cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she carried. I laughed at like every one of her lines. Okay. Like I just I thought she was really funny and her character yeah. like just yeah. seems very like genuine and I think it's really cool. And I mean, yeah, the fight scenes, like I told Dylan this, like this was like really good. It was. <laughs> like, I had a lot of fun watching the fight scenes and yeah. once they like figure that out. Yeah. And I honestly think Miss Marvel's like powers are just really fun to watch. Yes. And there's, there's a few yeah. really funny scenes. She will project the, like the stepping stones. Yeah. Yeah. And it just was yeah. like the way that they used those powers was like something that I never would have like thought they would mm-hmm. use that way. And mm-hmm. it was really cool. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun. Yeah. But it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a great movie, but yeah. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I, I came out of it in a more similar place to Riley than, than you, Dill. Excuse me, Beef Quick. And uh, <laughs> in the sense that I went, okay, I, I like that more than I thought I was going to. I, I wasn't overly enthusiastic about it. I agree. I thought the fight choreography was great. But as I was trying to like contextualize it and go, how do I really feel about this? It just reminded me so much of coming out of either of, I guess, any of the three Ant-Man movies mm-hmm. where probably the first two more so than the, than the third, because the third Ant-Man movie, of course, you know, flesh out King the Conqueror a little bit more. So there was, there was more than just Ant-Man going on. But I remember why, I remember when they announced that Ant-Man was coming out 
And I was genuinely upset. Like, come on. This guy, really? Why? And then I saw the movie and I realized, okay, sure. Yep. That it's not necessarily, I'm not going to go, this is awesome. I want to watch it three, four, five times. But I didn't waste my time there. That was good. Mm-hmm. This movie was in a similar spot to me. Like, if you look at it a little too, you know, the closer you get to it, the more you go, ooh, that, that's really thin. That wasn't fleshed out particularly well from a storytelling perspective. But at least, like, with the three primary heroines, I thought they redeemed. I didn't know they were going to. The character of Captain Marvel, in a sense of, like, I'll watch that character. Because they tried so hard when they introduced her character in her initial solo movie to make her just this overpowered just freak of nature it's like we haven't had any time with her any mileage we've had time with thor with hulk with iron man with all these other extraordinarily powerful characters and yet we're kind of being forced that no no no, this one's the most powerful but why because she is no and (laughs) that whole tone it's it's like when someone walks into a room and they want you to believe that they're the coolest person in the room, right? It's like, I I don't give a hoot, man. And so I really appreciated that they got away from that tone. Like she was humanized. She was humbled by her failures. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was a lot more accessible and worthwhile to me. So I'm I'm glad because you know, her character is going to be around for a while, right? So if she's going to be around, you want her to be worthwhile. Kamala Khan, great, whole different type of energy. Um, I'll be fascinated to see if it feels like they're leaning into the young Avengers with uh, with her character, which is fine. Um, and and Spectrum that was great as well. So I thought the character piece of it was really strong. The fight scenes were unexpectedly really good, like really well choreographed. Um, it was creative in that sense. They did the villain dirty, killed her off like another freaking pre-judge just gets <laughs> obliterated at the end of their movie by what? Oh, I'm sorry. Too much power again. Yep. You did, the same, did the same thing as Ronan. Didn't learn the lesson. Just slapped on both gauntlets and I didn't even think about deuces. That. It's just it happened. I was yeah. like, oh, come on. So that was, there's there's plenty to, to not, you know, again, to not like. Again, if you look a little closely. Um, but overall, it was it was, it was better than I thought it was going to be because my expectations were super low, super low. Yeah, no question. What other like specific details did you like or or not like, right? We've kind of hit broad spectrum. What other takeaways do you have from this? Because there's some setup here too, right? Not a long movie, but end credit scene. Big deal, as it turns out. Anybody want to take that one? Or you want to go down the end credit route? We could. Unless you've got other things you want to hit on in particular with the Marvel. The beautiful end credit mm-hmm. route? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That end credit. First of all, spoilies. In case anybody's wondering. It's spoilies. But, it, again, at this point, you know, it's been a week. Like, and let's be real. You probably haven't watched it. So, and you're probably not going to watch it. So, either way. So, Spectrum. Yeah. Obviously, she's on the other side. She's repairing the hole in space time. And she's like, I knew I wasn't coming back. And they had that weird, like, Adam and Eve grab. And then they miss. And it's like, no, she's she's gone. She's dead or whatever. She's and then 
post-credit scene, she wakes up in a hospital bed, and it's her mom, but it's not her mom. But it looks like her mom because it is her mom. But no, it's a different it. version. That would mess with you a but little bit. But it's a bit. different version of her mom that doesn't have cancer and isn't dead. So, and then after that, it's Beast from the X-Men. Kelsey Grammer, no doubt. Beast. Robin is CGI, voice. Not, stinker. not live. Right. You know? And then, yeah, it was really good. He's like, oh, let me go talk to Charles. So it's like all the X-Men are established. I'm super excited. It's great. And I'm assuming, they didn't say it, but she's got to be that version's Captain Marvel, right? Her mom and that got to be Captain Marvel, right? I truly don't know. I was trying. I assumed you guys would know the suit. I didn't. I was assuming it was just a different version of Captain Marvel because we've already seen her as a different yeah. version of Captain Marvel. I've seen other characters mentioned, but to me, the the Captain Marvel piece would make the most sense because you're absolutely right. That actress was a different version of Captain Marvel in Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness. Uh, so it'd be a little weird. If they went, possible, I guess, if they went some kind of mutant instead of Captain Marvel. Mm. But um, that actress is also, uh, was in the most recent James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. Kicks too. Yeah, she, yeah. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. But where, where do you see it going from the end credits point of view, you guys? I mean, it's it's been this, like, carrot way at the end of this extraordinarily, frustratingly long stick for so long. Like, the X-Men are coming, the X-Men are coming. Where should we genuinely put our hopes at this point as far as, hey, they're coming out soon? And what are we actually going to get? I think it's coming soon because I think it's an alley-oop to Deadpool 3. Yeah, I think it's an absolute, they're like, hey, Deadpool, see what you do with this. So is it selfish of me to want more than the Deadpool 3? Because I know Deadpool 3 is coming and I don't just want it to be Deadpool 3 and then it's like a tease and that's all we get for three years. Right, and here's the thing, it's like, there's not much going on right now I know. in between. Yeah. Like, it would be kind of cool if they hinted at it in What If. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are. So, you're looking at, like... Yeah, what is kind like of what's, self-contained? What's in between? Echo? Yeah. We're probably not getting mutants in Echo. Because we're going to be right. getting right. Daredevil and Kingpin back and being established, which is fantastic. Sure, sure. But, like... We don't have really much in between. Afterwards, I think the doors are wide open. Because yeah. I think Deadpool 3 is going to crack it even further. And, I mean, we can talk about Loki a little bit, too. But, like, I think they're finally, like... Because, you know, we've gotten hints at the multiverse with Doctor Strange and with all these others. And now we have an actual person in a mm-hmm. different universe. Mm-hmm. And so, my... Does she pop up in Doctor Strange 3? Because Doctor Strange already said that they're dealing with all the conversions, so all the universe is coming in together. Loki already established that, hey, you know, we've got it maintained for now, but we still have to get rid of all of the other Kangs. So it's like, I don't know. I don't don't really know where they're going to go with it. And I feel like I just kind of rambled for a little bit. But (laughs) the point is, like... After Deadpool 3, I don't really know what they're going to do. And I don't think they're going to come into full play until uh, Kang Dynasty, to be honest with you. I think it'll be that long I think, road. Yeah, I think it'll be hints here and there. I think they'll show, and I think it'll be little things like Beast. And I think I don't think they'll be a big factor until Kang Dynasty when they're like, everybody's together. Okay. Wolverine. Be quick. What say you? 
I'm using that. That's, that's the rest of the time. Yeah, the so that was the rest of your life. life. That was on the dome. I don't that's know where great. I got that. That's great. Lean into it. Um, it's a great question. I, I don't know. I think to Riley's point, I think they're the way that they've done it. Like, especially like you look at Deadpool one and two, they've used like Cyclops. Yeah. Wait, Cyclops is that his name? It's not Cyclops. Colossus. Colossus. Yeah. Another sea guy. Cyclops is the guy with the... Yep. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Colossus, which is my favorite X-Men. As you should be. Um, appropriate for a beefquake. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they've, like, teased him, and obviously now you've got... Well, because cause Fox, Fox got bit out. So, right. so you've right. got that going on, plus, you know, you've got these coming up. I think Riley's right in the fact that it's probably going to be little hints here and there. The question I have is, do you think that there's a possibility that they don't do a movie in 116? It's, or one, what's the word? Yeah, 616. 616, right. sorry. Right. Um, do you think that they would, they would transition to another universe mm. and like have that universe be the focal point for a movie or? I don't think they will, but is that a possibility? That's a great idea. I'd be all for it. I don't think they will, but I would be all for it. Yeah. You can see Deadpool 3 being that way, though, where they're hopping through a little bit. Yeah. Right? Because, I mean, they got to figure out a way to bring back Hugh Jackman, whether it be at a different point in time or before, like, where, you know, where are they pulling Wolverine from? Is that just going to be a totally different Wolverine? Yeah. But to me, I, I think that's where you're that comes into play and I wouldn't be surprised if it's more than just one. I could see it being a couple different ones because I, I would not put it past them to throw in the old school fantastic four and just be like, Hey, here's some more fantastic four guys for you. Ian Gruffield, welcome back. I, my friend. I was amazing. <laughs> right. Sweet so friends. yeah, I, I mean, I, it's Ryan Reynolds. He's going to take shots where he can take shots and he's not going to hold back. And Marvel's not going to care if they're taking shots at the Fox universe. Also true. Saul, what do you think? Uh, I think, I mean, similar to the other opinions, I don't think they should do anything crazy until after Secret Wars. Okay. Just because I feel like there's, like, so much going on right now that's so hard to manage. And so throwing in, like, another big chunk of stuff, like, it just seems like it's probably not the right move. Right. Just, I mean, it feels like even the multiverse stuff... I feel like we haven't gotten the, like a substantial amount of like multiverse content and it's like all trying to build up to this thing. So it's like, let's just not throw it. Let's just finish this first Yes, and focus on what we're doing now. And then let's have some fun and, and introduce yeah. things that are, you have more time to think about and make sure, sure you're doing the right way. Cause sure. obviously we've seen them not do things the right way Yeah, because they're rushed. Oh, right. And they're trying to do, and, trying to do too much like just the mm-hmm. sheer quantity the volume is way too high right yeah. to, to do well and that's a that's a tough balance to find but if you're willing and i'd like to think that they're course correcting a little bit here we'll get into this a little more later but i totally agree they don't need to just hurry into it what i think they could and should do is incorporate like a character or two of the X-Men into the existing groups, right? You don't even need to say, oh, you're part of the X-Men, right? Just have this person or persons be involved. They've got the powers right. and then 
several years from now, then you can start unfolding and opening the X-Men doors, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, that, there's this group, right? But yeah, you don't need to introduce all of the X-Men as a group, but let's, let's just see, like, pick one or two of the characters. I mean, shoot, pick a male and a female and go, right. you guys are in. So the dudes have a cool, you know, male X-Men to check out. The chicks have a female X-Men character that's badass. Like, let's get them in there. Yeah. But that would be phenomenal, right? To see that. And then there's the, there's always more to come. Oh, for sure. It's yeah. always like on that level. Cause I, when, what my head goes to is like Gambit's level of influence in X-Men Origins Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have him too much. He was mm-hmm. there and he was great. Yeah. And we wanted more of him and we never got more of him, yeah. unfortunately. But I mean, can you imagine if they would have done that? Like, imagine Chadwick Boseman still being alive. And they're like, you know what? Let's give him Storm. Yep. Those two together? Yeah. Power couple. That is Jay-Z and Beyonce of the Marvel Universe, okay? (laughs) Those guys are, like, top tier. But, you know? Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. There's there's certainly certainly potential there. How soon do you think we're going to get Young Avengers? Like, you've got... Hawkeye, I don't even know what to call her. Like it's, it's, Kate, it's Kate Bishop. It's Kate Bishop. Yeah, Hawkeye, yeah, yeah. yeah it, she's Kate Bishop. We have Kamala Khan. Are there any other candidates at this point? They mentioned uh, who's the, the third girl. They mentioned. Know, I'm trying to think. It I was, was about um, she's already established. Well, there's America Chavez. There you go. There's they didn't mention her though. Like, yeah, there's one. They more. mentioned like, uh, in the movie. They mentioned someone. Yes, they said, "Hey, oh, uh, we need to go." Okay. We need to go get this Talk chick. To someone else. Let me let me go look. Okay, it wasn't Black Widow's sister, right? No, 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 it wasn't her. No. Okay, not Echo. Well, not I'm Echo. drawing. I'm just. I was. Guys. Well, there's. Those are like the new. They've only introduced female characters of yep. this next generation, which yep. I think is interesting. I was thinking about. That oh, yeah. Cassie Lang. This, there you go. They, yep. Yep. It was Stature. Oh, yeah. Sure, Stature. Okay. Yes. So those were the three. Yeah. I think personally, we're still a little ways out because I think we still need a couple more. Couple more guys in there. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'd like to see Miles Morales. Personally, sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think they need some dudes in there. You know, didn't person. they just confirm a Miles Morales movie recently? I who knows? Is that kind of lost? We now? we ignore Sony. Whatever yeah, Sony does, we just ignore. They they're not real. Have said it. <laughs> they're not real. They're, they are in their own universe, <laughs> mentally and. Madam Web would have words with you, sir. (laughs) (laughs) She can see see into the future. I think it's fascinating to get a glimpse at how the sausage is being made, right? Because you guys are of a certain generation and age bracket. I'm a a little bit above in your... Okay, all right, a little bit. Give it to me. (laughs) All right, a good, huge, freaking leap above. Back in my day. (laughs) But I think what... What I can't help but think about with the Young Avengers piece is that Marvel, and this makes a lot of sense. I, I give them credit for this. They're recognizing that, okay, they've got your age bracket and my age bracket that came into this Marvel world at a certain point. And we're now progressing further down the line with these characters. But they're going, hey, we need to like kind of find a way to come back and capture that teen group, right? Yeah. And I think that's going to be a big part of what Young Avengers is geared towards, right? So, I mean, I might still watch it, but part of the 
I don't know if expansion is the right word for it or not, but they're, they're still going to try and grow like they are. Like this is just what businesses do, right? They're like, how can we make even more money? Even though they're already printing their own freaking money. So they don't have to, but they're going, how can we capture this market? So it makes sense from a business point of view to go, Hey, we need to make sure we're getting that intro, you know, young group so that that set of teens can grow with these characters as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I personally would like to see the roster. Yeah. So far, I'm like, okay, Miss Marvel, I'm in. Kate Bishop, I didn't mind her. I'm cool with it. I liked her more with uh, Black Widow Agreed. than I did yeah. with anyone else. So yeah. I'm like, okay. With I the can, original. Huh, right. right. I can see her yeah. and Miss Marvel hitting it off. Cassie, I didn't mind Cassie. So we're, we're, we're three for three. Yeah. But, I mean... I need some, we need some firepower because there's like some regular people Mm -hmm. and like, personally, I think there's a missed opportunity if they don't have Iron Lad in there because he is a younger version of Kang Mm -hmm. who's like, oh, when I grow up, I turn into that. I don't want to turn into that. So I'm going to be Iron Lad. Mm -hmm. So I think that would be a really good way to get him involved because there's, there's some good storytelling that could happen there as well. It was great in the comics, from what I understand. So, but, and we could use use another Iron Man. There you go. Mm -hmm. So, you know. What is the the comic scene for Young Justice? Is there like a, does it have its own, you know, series or? Yeah, so the first first Young Avengers, Mm -hmm. it was, so Wanda's twins are two of the main people. So it was like Wiccan and, uh, what's the... Quicksilver version, whatever. Yeah. There's another one, and then uh, yeah, sure. And then uh, I know they had Hulkling in there, which is like yeah. a scroll, but he takes on the form of the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, and then Jeepers, I want to say they had a kid in there who's like the son of Satan or something super intense and different. <laughs> like yeah, like very wow. like oh wow, that's that's okay. your <laughs> that's your origin. Like yikes. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I, I am pretty sure Cassie Tough Lang Hang was in there as well. He was the son of Ares, but still, the boy yeah, stands. Yeah. Not, <laughs> it's not like, whoa, dial it back. Not an appealing heritage. <laughs> dial it back. <laughs> but I also know in the newer iteration, it was Miss Marvel, Miles Morales. There's a younger version of Cyclops that was with the team for a little bit. Sure. Uh, Amadeus chose uh, Hulk, which I don't know. He goes by Braun, I think, now fun and then uh yeah so there's they have lots oh, to yeah. choose from i think they're yeah. dumb if they don't include miles personally i think that's just too easy of money but i can also sure. see how difficult that will be to obtain you say so, amadeus cho yes he's hulk yes i thought he was like iron spider for a little bit maybe i don't know interesting he's definitely hulk though all right gotta pick a lane but he calls <laughs> he, he, he calls hulk. himself yeah. brawn Mm. Because he's like Hulk's take. No beef quick. No beef quick. Yeah, he like stole his power. He stole his powers from Bruce for a little bit. So (laughs) yeah, weak, Uh, weak. One thing I feel like I feel like they're running out of time. You know what I mean? Like Mm. by the time they get well, what what they say? Hey, Bishop's twenty three. Yep. Mm. And uh, to actually like be the Young Avengers, yeah. And like (laughs) by the time Paul gets there, like she'll be in her twenties. Yeah. So it's called lying. I know. They but just lie. Do you do you ever watch a Netflix show and be like, those guys aren't 
14. And then you find out on IMDb he's 33, and you're like, well, that makes sense. It's old man. It's fine. <laughs> he just has to have that paper that says, I am 12, and it'll all work. Just pull the bench $20 bill in there. Yeah. It's one of my favorite parts in 21 Jump Street where they. Ryan poses high schoolers oh and God. all the high schoolers are just calling him out like you guys are clearly a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I legit, I legit one strapped it forever because I thought it was so cool. Because of that double strap. Yeah, I'm serious. In high school, then you see the part where they're like, everyone's double strapping right now. Yeah, but I was a big fan of Train Tatum. So how can you not be? How can you not be? Yeah, that's good. All right, let's transition from the Marvels into the main force. Loki, we've had a chance, all of us now, to watch episodes five and six since last JP and the Beans potted. And so now, of course, we've grown into the, the quad group, which is great. Um, obviously, big picture, we'll talk. We'll talk Loki. I mean, does anyone want to just excuse themselves by saying it wasn't good, or is everybody in agreement that it was that it was great? It was amazing. Okay, good. That's, that's, a, that's a test you all passed. <laughs> so we'll... We're going to kind of dive in a little deep and we'll scale back a little bit. Let's recap. So episode five, right, comes off the cliffhanger that was episode four, where our dear sweet Victor Timely is being sent out to try and remedy Balloon. And I remember watching that episode, episode four, I mean, and going, well, sure, yeah, it's going to work. It's going to fix it. And we'll see what comes next. And instead, he's turned into human spaghetti, which was in. Incredible. Incredible. What a move. What a move. And so then we get episode five, not knowing what we're going to find, right? And it turns out Loki has time slipped. Takes a little while to figure that out, but he's time slipping multiple times. And we get to look at the variants that were Mobius, OB, B-15, and Casey before, allegedly, before they got pulled into the TVA. So it was really fascinating to see all of those characters. Um, but to then see Loki, and I'm going to pat myself in the back here. I called it. He was going to figure out how to control the time slipping. So point for the old man. Thank you. <laughs> so annoying. Got it. <laughs> but you did call it. I respect it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so I was like, no, they're done with it. They're done with it. Yep. Um, so before we move on to episode six, let's let's dwell on episode five a little bit because we get to the end of the episode and Loki has mastered, found a way to control the time slipping, and you know he has that you know heartfelt line of dialogue. It's not the you know it's not the what or the when, it's the who. So it's hey, it's the relationships that matter to our guy Loki. But where where if you guys can put yourselves you know time slip yourselves, good one back to when you watched episode five <laughs> before episode six. What did you think of episode five? If we can just kind of dwell on that in a vacuum for a little bit. Where were you at with episode five? Saul, you go first. Gosh, I just, I'm trying to like not get into episode six. I know. Everything. Yep. Uh, it all flows like, together. Yeah. Yep. I just like remember, spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I wrote. I remember really enjoying like seeing how the different dynamics of each character actually like affected where they started, yes. and like seeing like where Obi's from and how he still lives in like the same 
place that he was amazing. Was in the thing. Yeah. Right. His home is definitely exactly. his office in the TV. It's yep. like, this is the same place. And, and Mobius, like, riding the jet skis, finally. Like, it's just so fun to, like, see them kind of do their thing. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I think was interesting, I think it really, like, the relationship Loki had between him and each of those characters, like, shined. Yes. In that. Because before, it's like, oh, we're just a group of people trying to accomplish one mission. It's like, oh, no, these are his really good friends. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was just really cool to, like, see that aspect of it. Yeah. And I feel like that was what um, the main goal of, like, the episode was. Was sure. to, like, pull the pieces together and be like, okay, Loki really loves these people. Yep. Yeah. And so I thought that was just a cool, yeah. yeah cool purpose of the episode. Yeah, really doubled down on the relationships. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Be quick. Well, I'd agree with that. That's a good point. I never thought about it that way. Um, but yeah, it's it's so interesting to go from the first point of Loki season one, and I guess this is a broader statement. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just to see where his perspective was and now where he is, just like even going into season two, we could see his relationship with Mobius Mm-hmm. Um, even the way that he treats Victor timely, mm-hmm. even though he knows that he's a variant of Kang, yeah, he treats him with, with kindness, which is not not Loki's thing. Um, no. especially but, this Loki, right? Yes, this exactly. is Avengers Loki, extraordinarily self centered. Yeah, going, hey, I'm I'm just gonna be the guy. Like I'm yeah. gonna conquer. I'm gonna rule this world as I should. Yeah, yeah, wild. So it's it is cool just to see like those relationships build and him kind of just like soften his heart to to those relationships i thought um i think the highlights obviously mobius gets his jet ski you know (laughs) we've been waiting for it he gets his moment he gets his moment and he has kids too which i think he's a great dad so that's just a real wholesome (laughs) exactly exactly so that's definitely a a uh (laughs) a shining moment um but i think at the end of as uh episode five i was like i just have no idea where they're gonna go with this like they like episode four i just remember there's so many theories like is this yep. the end of right this universe is right like, well we even theorized like yeah hey, maybe this is there's tearing it all down, down right tearing and, down the studs and it felt like they were just kind of like avoiding the situation and i was like this is interesting <laughs> and i don't yeah. feel any better about where we were at it's yeah. episode five at the end of episode. Sorry, episode four right. is episode five. Right. But, um, so that was interesting. I was like, I've got to wait a whole other week for this. Yeah. But no, I thought it was really good. It was great. Beans? It, it was good. I, it, it, <laughs> you don't have to say it was good because everybody else says it was good. No, I just dragged. Really feel it dragged a little bit. Because there's like, let's be real. I didn't really care about all of their backstories, okay? The fact that they're just like, hey. You're so Loki in 2012. It's just like, <laughs> oh, I'm just like, what, what was a real nerdy dude's name? OB. No, 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 no. Not OB. Casey? Yes, Casey. Casey? They're like, no, that guy's name's Frank. They're yeah. like, he just likes to steal stuff. And then they bring him in, he's just stealing random stuff. I'm like, this is funny, but it's like, it has nothing to do with any. Saul's about to drop some knowledge on you. Yeah, do you know what I'm about to drop? Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's the guy that like escaped Alcatraz. There was like one group of people that did yeah. it. And they were putting him like as that like guy that actually existed. Like he was the guy that escaped Alcatraz. And the reason he escaped was because Loki pulled him. And teleported him oh, away. Because right, they, they never found him. Yeah. Like, he escaped, but he was never found, right? Yeah. Either living or oh. dead. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, do, do you feel better now? <laughs> <laughs> no. 
<laughs> but I, like OB was honestly the best part of the whole, like easily. Like the fact that he goes and buys his own books off the shelf. He's hilarious. Right? And the fact that he comes back and then uh, Loki's like talking to Mobius. He's like, wait, you figured this out? And he goes, well, yeah, I did. Well, not really. It took me like 14 months and I lost my <laughs> wife and my job. You know, <laughs> no big deal. It's fine. <laughs> and so, like, that was just He's very. That's the size of like Atari. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like everybody else, I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then we finally, and then the end of it, he's like, I figured it out. I'm like, oh, my God. Took you the whole episode. Get <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it was like, we know you're going to be able to master it by the end of the end of the thing. Mm. Right? And so. You were ready for episode six. I was ready for episode six. You were ready for episode six. It could have went just a little bit faster. It didn't need to be 45 minutes. And then it was a whole, like, him talking to Sylvia at the bar and be like, you got to let him live on. He's like, huh? It's like, okay, thing, whatever. Figure it out. You know, the next movie we're going to watch and pot on together is going to be How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> I think Watch Your Heart Grow. Hey, that's, what we're gonna, that's what's going to happen. All I'm going to say about that is he had some valid arguments, okay? okay. It's very valid arguments. <laughs> the Grinch? Yes. <laughs> like what? <laughs> you know how annoying it is to, like, the loudness of people sometimes? It's like, quiet down a little bit. He lives on a mile. That's top of it. Like a mile away. Way far away. It's a Like, it's it's Christmas all the time down there. Come on. One one day. One day. One month. I'll give you a month. But like, oh. Did you see their who's what's it's and their thingy dongers, you know? Do you not remember those? What's Yes. Although they're crazy instruments. I'm just saying, if I saw that, I'd be like, well, that's stupid. That shouldn't exist. I'm taking that away. Yeah, absolutely. You're reminding me so much right now. You are channeling some serious Arnie Sinson from How I Met Your Mother energy when he's talking with Ted. About the Karate Kid and about how he resonated the most with the gang of Cobra Kai. Oh my gosh. <laughs> He's like, he loves Cobra Kai. And Ted's like, you understand? Like, they were the bad guys, right? No. 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 They, they were the heroes he, of the movie. He got robbed. <laughs> right. He got robbed. And that's, that's just very much the energy. Very much the energy. Yes. Very much the energy. It's so great. Yeah. It, it was definitely in your defense. It was definitely a rashing down of the pace and the tempo from what had been a steady build that culminated with the cliffhanger of episode four to, and now we're going to take a beat and get to know the people we're hanging out with. Mm. So certainly, certainly a change of pace, no question. Um, Necessary in the long run. I'm not going to champion it as like, oh, that was my favorite episode or anything like that. But necessary in the sense that there has to be, if, if we're going to buy into the, hey, Loki and his motives are for his friends and for the people, like that bar scene you referenced, that was necessary for him to have that conversation with Sylvie where she's drawing out of him, why are you doing this, right? Why are you doing this? He doesn't want to be alone. That's a very personal and humanizing thing that, especially when you're talking about this immortal being, right? Uh, how are you supposed to relate to to a Loki? Like, there you go. That's how you do it. So it even, I mean, with the bar scene, like yeah. he doesn't want to be alone, and then it's like, well, you look at. I don't want to jump forward too much, do but it. the end of episode six, it's right? Like, this dude's committing to an eternity, and, and that's right. Alone. That's such a big piece of what makes that finale so 
you feel it, right? Because mm-hmm. you have had time to feel it, how much that's not his desire to have the throne to be alone. So yeah. no mm-hmm. question. Yeah. And, oh, freaking wonderful. So I could watch that guy and just about anything all day long. Sure. Yeah. What a, what an absolute, yeah. what happened to his nose? Absolute delight. Like, it's, it's always been broken. I know. Literally <laughs> always. Does anyone like, know? You watch High Noon from early 2000s, like, broken. Uh, he and Jackie Chan, it's it's already toast. So I, wonder, I bet he gets more money because of that. Probably. But like, it's just kind of his brand. Yeah, it's broken it is. Over. He's it's so funny. He's got it. He's so loud, dude. <laughs> right? That's true. Wow. That's, that's, that's why totally. he says it's so weird is because he can't breathe out of his nose. <laughs> totally him. I, and I will say this too, like wow. the end of the episode, when you realize that, okay, he has mastered the time slipping and that's what we're going into episode six with. So we'll transition now to talk about episode six. I was really worried that, ah, oh, frick, it's going to be too easy. Like he's just going to mm-hmm. jump back in time. Yeah. Turn this little knob that way, tweak it. And mm-hmm. all right, well, yeah, it's done. And so the first thing I'll say about episode six was I was just delighted. How freaking hard it actually was! Yeah, like he, it was extraordinarily difficult. And as a matter of fact, none of his time traveling actually did him any good. Right? No, yeah. It didn't actually have any impact other than he had to learn the lesson of how to actually resolve the issue. But he didn't actually succeed in jumping back to a certain specific point in time, change this circumstance, and behold. It's all resolved. It still ended up in Victor Timely walking out, getting spaghettified, the TVA exploding, and he remains sitting on his you know, on his throne going, oh, all right, time to start over. <laughs> that's just, yep. that's nuts. So I was really, I was really pleased with that because we were just off of just being relative Avengers Endgame where they just used time travel, right, to solve the Thanos problem. And yeah, there were some, some complications, but I didn't want it to be right on the nose again where it's like... Uh, it's just too easy to pull out the time travel card, right? It's just like you're playing Monopoly with someone, and then they're just like, I've been hiding, you know, this hundred thousand in my back pocket, suck it. And you're like, this is lame. What was the point of this journey? So there's my initial thought on episode six. Beans, what about you? It's episode six. What I liked about episode six, and I think it did such a great job at this, as I feel like now, because if you go back to Thanos, for mm-hmm. instance, okay, mm-hmm. so so Thanos in Avengers, he gets hinted at that he was behind. He was the one that made a deal with Loki on the yep. story, right? Right. And you're like, okay, right. not bad. He comes into Guardians, and you're like, oh, this dude's the guy. Mm-hmm. Like you're like, this guy mm-hmm. is the guy, right? And so we get He Who Remains. And the first in the first season, we're like, okay, this guy is just the overseer, but he's not really necessarily coming off as a bad guy. He's coming off as like. He had to do what he had to do. Sure. Right? He, he's, he's living he, more in the gray area. Right. He's he, not like obviously ooh, villainous. It's just more of a, well, you kind of see what he's doing. Right. He's a yeah. lesser of two evils. Sure. Right. In his head. Yeah, very well. And said. so when Loki comes back to that point and he's just like, so how many times have you done this? And you're like, oh, because <laughs> you're like, he knows way more than we thought he knew. Sure. And so. Yeah, because we only got one episode with him. Right. Season one. Right. And so in season one, you're like, okay, he's like, he's kind of a badass, but you don't get enough, you don't really get enough time with him. Correct. And in this, you're like, oh, no, he has a lot more control than we ever thought. And then build off that, you're like, oh, this guy's a threat. Mm -hmm. And especially because he said, like, you know, I'm the guy, like, you don't want anybody else. Mm -hmm. So he's like, you do this. Like, so 
I think it just established Kang as finally like, oh, this dude is the threat. Sure. Like with Avengers sure. and Guardians, that's when you got Thanos as like, mm-hmm. that's the big kahuna. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're finally at the yeah. big kahuna now. Yeah. And I'm hoping that opens the floodgates up to all the different variants of Kang. Right. Because we've already got the hint at it from like Ant-Man 3 at the end credit. And we've even in Loki season two, I love how they like ended it. They're like, yeah, it looks like one of them appeared in universe 616, but it looks like they got it handled mm-hmm. for now. Mm-hmm. Meaning, did he actually die? Sure. Because it just sounded like he's taken kind care of. Tentative of, solve. But sure. not like drawn sure. off the board. Yep. Which was great, yeah. I think. Yeah. But they're like, okay, we got we still gotta keep our eye out for all these other ones. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this guy's gonna be around. Right. So that's that's what I really like from it. And yeah. obviously Loki's great sacrifice towards the end is fantastic. But your Grinch is showing you him. I know, it was good. What he did was nice, I guess. <laughs> it was good. It was good. I don't have a problem with it. But what I like about that part is it's not like a Oh, it's over. It's uh, yeah. I'm buying time. Mm-hmm. This is not a permanent fix. Mm-hmm. You guys need to figure out what we need to do now. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, yep. how long is he going to stand out there? Who's going to take his place? Is anything going to take his place? Sure. And I've heard it so many times. I thought it was original when I came up with it, but it's not because then Will and Susanna said it the other night. I'm like, well, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but it was, uh, we were comparing him to Atlas, right? Because uh, he's yeah. just... The guy that has to hold it all together. And because I believe it's one of the Greek stories, like he tries to get somebody else to take it just for a little bit or something and nobody wants to take it either way. So that's what he is right now. He's holding everything together and it's just, is somebody else going to come and take it or, you know, what are they going to figure out? So, yeah, yeah, I think, I think it's great in that sense. I feel like, and that's what I like. Kang is established now and we're like, oh, going forward. And I hope, that they keep him because I'm going to be pissy if they don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that. Saul, we'll see you. Uh, well, first, I thought the 616 reference was to mm-hmm. Ant Man Quantumania. Right. Correct. Okay, right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, which, yeah, obviously, we don't know what happened to Tang there. Really? They, they, <laughs> they just pretty much just took him off the table because they yeah. never, like. Where did well, he go? Right. Yeah. If you don't see a character die, it's, it's super open to interpretation because yeah. the Council of Kings in the end credit scene, one of them says to the other, like, well, are you upset that you didn't kill him? So you could say that he's dead, but there's a lot of other language and yeah. opportunity where it's like, he may not actually be dead. He just may be it's just a movie rule of thumb. If you didn't see them physically die on screen, right. anything's yeah. game. Right. Uh, but I mean, other than that, I thought it was amazing. It was like, to me, it was like the best way they could have possibly like pulled everything together. Yep. Um, and I thought the timing was great. I thought it was really funny how he's like, how long would it take me to read and learn all this stuff? It's like, couple, what did he say? A couple centuries or something right. like that? He's, he's like, like, how much do you know already? Like, Assume nothing. <laughs> right. <laughs> centuries. Yeah. <laughs> and so that was really funny. And I thought yeah. it was funny just like that whole scene, like it brought like a comedy piece of it that we oh, just like don't geez. see that often in that yeah. show. Uh, but I thought like the end of it, like when he was walking out and he like slowly put on his like original suit, right. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. Right. Uh, <laughs> and they crushed the visuals. With oh that. my God. It will look. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, Phenomenal. Yeah. 
yeah. finally nailed the CGI. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my yeah. gosh, it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys could do that the whole time? <laughs> Why haven't you been? Doing oh my gosh. <laughs> I saw a clip of somebody who's like watching Loki back in was it 2013 at the first Avengers sure. movie? Yeah. They're like watching it when they were he was Hulk was smashing back and forth and he was like laughing and he's like rewatching that scene now and he's like. Just crying like he's like we built a relationship with this guy after all this time. And he's like, that's so sad. Don't do that. That's what I yeah. Uh but I just thought it was really good. I thought it pulled everything together. I still have so many questions about like what's going on yes. when it comes to and even like Renslayer with like the pyramids and then the like on the TVA right. floor. Like there's just so many like little things. Yeah, there's still unanswered questions, questions, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's like it's leading to something, obviously. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, and a cool aspect. I think that's what bothered me the most is like they leave Mobius just kind of off. And you're like, we get nothing of what he's going to do now. Or he just go watches himself. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. right, right. You know, he's not going to leave Loki out there to just hang. So it's like, right. what are you going to do? Like, I feel yeah. like that could have been his Pamela Khan Young Avengers yeah. moment. It would be so great to see him come out of like a portal and be like, well, him and, him and Miss Minutes are supposed to be in the Deadpool. So yeah, which yeah, nice. I don't think I don't think we're done with Mobius as a character. I I think truly the only character that we could be done with we could be done with Loki. I don't think we actually are, but if they wanted to, right? If Tom Hiddleston's like, listen, I've been doing this for a while. I need a I need a hot five years or more. They could be done with him. I think all those other characters they could they could. Realistically, bring back. We gotta get the equation. It is What do you think is? Well, I just, I would ditto everything everyone has said so far. I thought it was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I think it is the perfect. I was like literally watching it with uh, a comic kid, one of my roommates, and he's just like, "Well, if this way happens, then like this is better for Secret Wars. But if this mm-hmm. happens, then like the universe is." And he's just like talking out loud. I'm like, "Okay, let's." Just watch this right now. Let's enjoy the it hasn't, uh, nothing's happened, and we're, we need to just let it finish. Um, but but the ending is like a perfect segue to Secret Wars, and nothing's resolved, like we've talked about. Sure. And so, sure, there's a lot of opportunity. I think my biggest question, and I don't think it's a pick and knit, but it's more yeah. of just like, uh, I was talking to Riley about this. So, we see like Loki's like progression of like power, I guess, yep. you know, he's the God of mischief. Um, and you know, you've, he's got his point with all the Thor movies. He's got his point with the Avengers movies, mm-hmm. but then he eventually dies to Thanos. Mm-hmm. And now he holds, you know, the time branches together. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just wondering, you know, he comes to the TVA, like they're like, Hey, you're dead. Like you're, you're gone. Like, this is how you died. <laughs> and now he's like holding time together. So that was something that like, obviously he's Loki. And so they can do that. And I don't like, I'm not mad yeah. about it, but I'm just interested in how that'll play out now. Sure. I don't know. Quite the upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's only alive because Mobius is like, well, let's not actually like kill this one. Let's capture him. He could probably help us catch this other, you know, this other variant. Truly fascinating how mm. it went from that ground level to, well, you're kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No question. I, I think it'd be really cool. I, I agree with what you said. I really hope that there's not, you know, we're not tailing away from the Kang piece because truly what the TBA could become is 
bunch of Kang hunters, right? And I think that's, it's not a directly answered question in episode six, but that's what it feels like their purpose is. They still have a war room, right? So they're still game planning for targets Mm. and they're not trimming timeline branches anymore. And so if they're truly repurposed in the sense of, hey, we're protecting all of time, not just a single sacred timeline. Well, what's the threat to all these different branches? It's the Kangs that want to conquer and control, right? And so that would be phenomenal in the sense of how do they want to approach it? They want to incorporate that into movies. If they want to make more seasons, but maybe it's not necessarily Loki season three, maybe it's a TVA show. Um, and they're hunting different Kang variants while you still have like the prime Kangs showing up in the movies. I think that'd be pretty freaking cool yeah. to see. Well, they're going to need firepower because they they're not going to be able to handle Kang. And that's, you know, then you get the Deadpool 3 maybe. Can't you imagine like Mobius as a recruiter though for yeah, like great. The, the Kang hunters? Like he's popping in a different universe and be like, I need this Wolverine. I need <laughs> this Black Panther. I need this Captain Marvel. Where's Tobey Maguire? <laughs> like, truly, what a del- that would be just a perfect role. Yeah. Perfect role well, for him. Remember, I was talking to you about him showing up with Deadpool, and the jokes to me are just hilarious. Yes. Because I can just be in it, just see him going, ka chow. <laughs> right to him, you know, and be like, what are you talking about? And like, <laughs> Different variant. Oh, yeah. Different variant. Right. Or just be like, wow. And then he'd be like, said the thing. (laughs) But I, yeah, I'm super. I think I think that will be the next best combo Mm -hmm. for Mobius after Loki, because Loki is going to be like, was that guy where he's like, yeah, we have to watch him because he's going to backstab you at any turn. Deadpool is going to be like, shut up. It'll be fantastic. (laughs) So yeah. Yeah. Well, Saul, you mentioned Renslayer. Like, that's a very big unanswered question. Oh, my God. Right? I mean, there's no there's no way that she's in the void. Yes. She's not done. Right? And we're not done with her by any stretch of the imagination. One of the unanswered questions that we know that, okay, so she was the leader of He Who Remains Army. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got to believe that she had a part to play in corralling and directing Eliath, right? And so we get that mm-hmm. end scene of the, the purple light. You hear Eliath roar. It's like, is she about to like control Eliath again? And now she's a legit humongous threat that's right. still there. Yeah. Right? I, I don't think that's the end of her, her character or her, her path. No, nature's yeah. imagination. Well, and it makes you wonder what other variants are there. Because we've only good point. We've only seen yep. Loki variants, right? And you know damn well she's not going down that route again. Yep. So yep. There's going to be some other ones down there. I'd be very curious just to see what she handpicks because mm-hmm. that could mm-hmm. be really fun too. Yeah. Where we get her army mm-hmm. versus Mobius's right. army, and it's right. like all these evil versions of heroes that we love. And then the heroes that we love. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Okay. So pulling back big picture. Did this, did this show. And you can package it with the Marvel's movie if you want to, or you can leave that as its own separate thing. But did this show revive Marvel? 
right? Marvel needed a win. Bad. They needed a banger of a movie or movies, or in this case, the Loki show. And I think it was a tough task to come off of season one of Loki, which was truly excellent, and to match and continue to escalate that scale. I think they did that with season two, but how impactful can this be for Marvel moving forward? Mm. Right? I just feel like we're back on track. Feels like okay. feels like for a while we just got off the off the rails. Sure. Off the railroads. They didn't know where they wanted to go. Train was splitting apart five different ways. And now they're Not finally Spider-Man like, to keep it on the track. Correct. Yeah. Right? Spider-Man was holding it back. And the, the webs were breaking. Mm-hmm. And he got tired. Okay. And so he went to sleep. As one does. And he deserved it, right? They <laughs> carried him, they carried him to the back of the train and like, you know what? You'll come back. Well, we're done with you for a little while. And so then the train split apart. You know, we had Hawkeye. We had, I don't even want to go down that route. Right? Yeah. But, well, no, but the Disney Plus shows, it's a good route to go down. You had Hawkeye. You had Moon Knight. You had... That had no direction. Hulk. I mean, you want to go way back. We obviously had one division. You had Captain America, or sorry, Falcon Winter Soldier. Captain America Winter Soldier. Um... So I feel like the Disney Plus shows started out fairly, mm-hmm. fairly strong, right? Mm-hmm. Depends on, you know, different persons going to say, I like this show more than the other and vice versa. But those original three shows, WandaVision, Falcon, Winter Soldier, and Loki, that was a strong beginning for yeah. Disney Plus shows. And since that time, Nick's bag to meh at best, Secret Invasion most recently, my well, goodness. They couldn't, they literally have not been able to pick a direction where yeah. they went. And it would have been almost more beneficial. And they're, I feel like they're kind of trying to do it with the Disney Plus shows, but they haven't done it great. And it's like trying to build up their street level. Yeah. Because they're kind of trying to do that with Kingpin, I feel like, is making him the Thanos of the street level, which they should do that anyways. But like, I think if they would have came out with that direction yeah. uh, immediately out of the gate, I don't think they would have had as many problems because I think they were trying to dip into too many different pools. Sure. And they didn't realize there's a lot of piss in a lot of those pools. You know? That's gross. I know. It's icky. <laughs> it's like, look, it's dark blue for a reason. Don't go in there. It's lit up. Don't go to that it's side of the pool. No. <laughs> Avoid it. Do you just see that kid in there? He looks relieved. Wow. Incredible. So that that's my thoughts on that. Somebody else can take it now. Chiefs? What say you? Was this the revival that Marvel needed? Oh. You don't know. Because I think there's a good point. Like Loki, I would like debate that Loki and Spider-Man were like the end of like the era of like expectation for Marvel. Mm-hmm. At least for me. Uh, and after that, it was just like Doctor Strange, Quantum Mania, some of the movies that followed up, um, Black Panther Two. I yep. wasn't a big yep. fan. So like and those movies are just disappointments. I think I can look forward and like be like, they can do a good show. Yes, they need right. the right character, yeah. um, and the right series. But I'm not terribly hopeful of them hitting on another show. I am hopeful that they can revive this with Kang, like yep. I've talked about. Yep. And I think that's the only hope, I guess. And then, sure. like we've talked about as well, just like incorporating X-Men. I think Deadpool, I mean, Deadpool is 
You can't go wrong with Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ryan Reynolds is phenomenal. Yes. Um, but incorporating some of the, the Fox uh, players in that too right. can help. Right. But yeah, I don't know if this is necessary or revival, but I think it gives more hope. Yeah. For what's yeah. come. Yeah. Well, you saw. I had two thoughts. One, I think that like for the first 10 years, first four phases, they had like a written down like outline of like, hey, this is what works. Yes. <laughs> so let's just keep doing what works. And then it's like, yep. okay, well, this doesn't quite work anymore. And now they're finding like, okay, now we figure out what people actually like want to see mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. And it took them a long time to oh, get my. there. But I feel like now that they've established, look, he's like, okay, people want to see something like this, like something yeah. a little bit different. Um, so I think they've, they've, they kind of know the right direction to go now, I feel like, and what people actually enjoy. And then the second thing was like, I think I was thinking about this and we're talking about the Marvels. I think our expectations of that movie played a really big part of the outcome of, of course. what we feel about well, it. Of course. And so I yeah, think you go into it with high expectations, right? Different different reactions. And, and yeah, and that's yeah. I think right now we've had twelve different things that have continued to knock down our expectations. Now it's like, oh, we get one good thing, and now it's like, oh my gosh. It's <laughs> amazing. It's the best thing we've ever seen. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like, I think maybe this show might not have been as good if it was five years ago and we were mm-hmm. coming off of Endgame or something like that. Mm-hmm. So um I yeah, I think that's a, a piece of it that is exciting, but also like a reality of it is like maybe this isn't quite as good as we think it is, but we've just been hit with terrible things <laughs> in the last five years. Not that it isn't amazing and a masterpiece, um, but to say that you mean, reviving it is like not necessarily yeah. the case. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, to me, it's a, it's a chance, you know, it's, it's like in sports, you're only as successful as your, as your most recent game, right? So mm-hmm. if you won your most recent game, yep, you're feeling pretty good. If you lost, you know, you're feeling not, right. not so great. So they needed a win. And what this has the opportunity to be in my mind is it's an opportunity to rediscover the identity of what made so many different movies at the bare minimum good, right? Not every Marvel movie has been fantastic. A lot of them have been, but a lot of them have also lived in the, hey, you know, it's good. That's good range. And yeah. what's happened the last two years has been well below the good meter, right? It's been like that was sloppy. Yeah. And this was this was tight. It followed the rule of listen, when you are in a fictional story and you are making up your rules, you have to follow your own freaking rules. And they did that. They paid enough attention to their own rules and they made it hard on themselves. Like these are some pretty complex rules and they changed the rules at different points, but they managed to sync it all up to where it made sense. And they're able to tie it into a whole season ago, right? Mm -hmm. Which is impressive. And as one of you guys mentioned earlier, even the original Avengers movie, it's like, that's a big deal. That is what Marvel did so well over the course of that initial 10 year run is there was that height cohesiveness where what came in the future lined up with what had already, you know, Hmm. we'd already seen in the past. And so there's a chance for them to recognize that, Oh, we can take our time. And I think that is, you know, it's the bell we've been banging for. I don't know how long of just slow down. You don't have to churn out this large volume of content, just hone in on the quality and make sure that it, is what it needs to be. I remember several pods ago, we talked about 
the Daredevil show getting delayed. And it's annoying as a fan because I want to see the Daredevil show. But if they're delaying it because they're going, this isn't very good. We need to take our time. Good. Please take your time and get it right. Because I would rather, you know, grow up a little bit and, you know, wait a little bit longer for a TV show that I don't actually need because I want (laughs) and have it be outstanding than for it to be half-baked. And that's what I admire the most about this show is just the craftsmanship, like the detail from the physical set design to the CGI of like, Balloon looked incredible, mm-hmm. right? And it's all CGI, but it wasn't just this blob of color. It was like there was definition to it. There was life to it. It made like you looked at it and you could understand the mechanics of it as it was explained. It's like this all makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that is what Marvel did so well that was so unique. Can they use this? Revive too strong, totally agree. But can they use it as a rediscovery of the identity and go, no, this is a template. We have to take time and make sure that the craftsmanship is being is being emphasized not the quantity because here's the part that i truly don't understand like why would you be in a hurry to burn through different characters and different storylines like you can take my money for the rest of my living days if you just take your time i think you're gonna be okay on the financial side right if you just slow burn this puppy that's that's great and the other thing that I just thought of with this show too is this isn't like this is real loosely based on the comics, right? Does the TVA exist in the comics? Yes. Did anybody that's not that's not just a huge nerd know about the TVA before this show? No. <laughs> no, none of us. And then you're Googling like, is this in, it's actually in the comics, you guys. I'll be darned. There's one person going, I knew that, I read that story. And you're going, Who are you? No one's ever known. So point is you can do original stories. And so the one thing that I'm worried about moving forward is they're going, Oh, we're going to do secret wars. That was, you know, I don't need you to do a comics run that's based off of a specific comics run. Why don't you just take the characters and make up your own, make up your own story, please. That would actually be great. Sorry. Just hitting things now. Heads heads are falling off. James, it's getting ridiculous. So angry. I am. I'm a very rage monster. So that's that's my that's my hesitation or my my concern. There's so much potential with Kang. So much. Can they just lean into it, please? That would be great. So that all this setup can actually be set up and be worth it. Because it would truly be a bummer if, and they could do this. I hope they don't, but if this show has now ended and they're going, okay, we're going to press pause on the King thing for a while. Oh, that would truly be Blow it up at that point. That would be, yeah. that would be depressing. So I hope they're hunting Kang. I hope Kang's a, a factor. Jonathan Major's just a freak. Gosh, he's, mm-hmm. he's unreal. He's unreal. I see, and I think there's hope because they haven't came out and been like, well, Avengers is no longer going to be called Kang Dynasty. Right. So if that name changes, then I'd hit the red button. Yeah. Because it's not good. Yeah. 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 No, but they haven't jumped the gun. They haven't kneecapped themselves by dismissing Mr. Majors yet. So still could happen, I guess. But, okay. Anything else on the Loki front, you guys? That's it. It's glorious. Okay, so it's time for a top five. It is. <laughs> Just kidding! Bulls, you've been here for an hour and fifteen minutes. You're not going anywhere. No. no. Is it time? It's time. To wrap. 
He said, well, instead of, now we're not going to wrap. We're not going to wrap. We've got one more thing to do. One more thing to do. Instead <laughs> of, instead of the top five, we are going to each share what we have chosen as our favorite, or it could just be one of your favorites. You can qualify it that way. Scenes from the Loki show. So it could be from season one, could be from season two. Take your pick, but a favorite scene from the Loki show. Beefquake, you go first. Then I'll go in Beans and Song. Beans and Song. Well, I have a, a funny one. Yeah. I was just going to say the key lime pie scene. Ah. Uh, slides out. All right. <laughs> no? Okay. No, the room's I'm just important, you know? Okay, so it's okay. It's okay. 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 there. It's there. Um, Yes, key lime pie. <laughs> it's going to make you hungry. Bright mm. mm-hmm. green. <laughs> so I'm trying to think back to season one. I don't have a great recollection of... I would say probably the... You know, the most that I was drawn in in all of it was the scenes with Kang. So in the first season when you meet him, you're like... Like, I had no idea who Kang was, so right. I was just like... Right. Or I guess he was he who remains. So right, he was like, even who, referred to as King. Yeah. So I was like, Drew. who in the world is this guy? So I think that drew me in so much. And that was like, as I recall, like first season was just like so, like you said, tight, yeah. just tightly made that it was yeah. just like so easy just to like indulge in it. Yeah. And so I think any scene with Kang, honestly, so the last episode of season one and the last episode of season two, when he's like going back in time and he just keeps going back with King, you're just like mm-hmm. trying to figure out what in the world Loki's going to do. Mm-hmm. I think that's just like some of the best stuff we get from awesome. season, season yeah. one too. So love it. Love it. For me, one of my favorite scenes might still be the favorite, but it's certainly one of my favorite scenes is also from season one, episode five, the glorious purpose episode first glorious purpose episode because i guess uh, season two episode six was also glorious purpose <laughs> but when classic loki projects asgard to distract Elioth and give sylvie and our loki the room and the opportunity to kind of gather their powers to take Elioth on and just i remember the music like that builds up because at the point that this happens in the scene you don't know where the frick classic Loki is. Right? You're like, is the guy still around? But all of a sudden, Asgard, this image of Asgard emerges and the music builds and you can see he's just like straining to craft it into the sky. And then as Elioth figures out he's been duped and it's coming right at him, he just belts out, glorious purpose! And then he gives a great Loki laugh. <laughs> and boom! Then he smoked, never to be seen again. It's like, <laughs> that was awesome. That was a really cool scene. That was a really cool scene. I've watched that one more than a couple times. And every time it's like, yes, you can get it. You can get it. So that's that's my choice. For me, I'm the same way as Dylan, except a different character. And it's my boy, Obi, because that was the yes. best addition to the show, Incredible. period. I'll point out to two different scenes. One is when he's talking to Victor Timely, and they're both fanboying over each other. Phenomenal. Okay, just phenomenal on all fronts. And then, obviously, I already talked about it earlier in the pod, is when he's his variant version or his yep. original version, yes. and he's 
buying his own books. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a great professor at this school, but I'm, I want to, I want to give it all up and be a writer. I want to be a science fiction writer. And you're like, why? It's fantastic. So oh, he's like, we're doomed. <laughs> so I think after this, you know, I think Ki Hoi Kwan, yeah, top five like actor, like where if he's in something, I'm I want to watch it. There you yeah. go. Let's yeah. go. Let's come up. I would say for me, there's two scenes that come to mind, but in general, like when Loki outsmarts people, I just think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one they're interrogating, uh, what's his name? B something. Brad. Brad. Yes. And they're interrogating yeah. Brad and he's like just going full evil mode, like yep. just using the dial. I don't yes. know. Awesome. Swishing um, in the box. Yep. That's great. So I thought that was really great fun. scene. And then the second scene when he's with He Who Remains and he's like, How do you know this is the first time that we've had this conversation? Yep. And like totally spinning at the table and you can see yep. like he goes like or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It messes this with He Who Remains like, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> this is it. This is amazing. Yes. So yeah, those are my Two favorite scenes for sure. Absolutely. So many great scenes to pull from. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. Well done, boys. Beans, take us home. Oh, we're wrapping we're now. Wrapping now. Oh, now we're wrapping now. Now it's now that I have your permission. Now it's time for the grace to push the gifts off the cliff. <laughs> yeah, I'm to taking it. them home. Of and I'm opening them and I'm keeping them. <laughs> they're my presents now. That's the difference between me and the Grinch. I'm not giving it back. Okay. Little eBay action, make a little coin. Maybe. It depends on what it is. Some of it just might get burned in a fire pit. <laughs> there it Anyways, is. Anyways, so. <laughs> we brought it back to the flames. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thank you for Dylan and Soul for being here. Let's go. Um, yeah. And years. then, uh, yeah, on that note. Get us out of here. Godspeed. Peace.